0: But I think that was the key that I was missing all along, was figuring out God made me unique in every way, including my lines of communication with Him.
1: Welcome to Behind My Journey, a podcast that is for our community. In today's episode, I sit down with Brent Smith. Brent grew up in church, but there was always a disconnect. His faith strengthened when he found the line of communication that worked for his relationship with God. Welcome to this episode of Behind My Journey. My name is Quinn Eaton, and today I am joined by Brent Smith. Brent, thank you for being here. And uh, we are—I th- th- think this story that you have here is actually really inspiring. A lot of people are going to find this helpful. You know, wh- if there are other people along their faith journey, maybe in the same position yeah. where you were at some point. So, Brent, thank you for joining uh, the Behind My Journey podcast.
0: Yeah, no, I'm really happy to do it. Uh, I think it's a really cool thing that y'all are doing. I I hope it can be inspiring for sure. That's what we're always trying to do, right?
1: That's exactly right. Yeah, that the journey is always trying to find ways to inspire people. So before we get started, before we dive into your story, would you like to kind of introduce yourself to the people that are listening today?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, My name is Brent, uh, as he told you. Um, (laughs) I am not from Murray originally. I'm from... uh, I'm from Indiana, Boonville, Indiana. It's near Evansville. Um, Yeah, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, My parents were, well, my mom grew up Catholic. She was Catholic until I was in the second grade. But yeah, going through high school, uh, I guess mostly the important thing to mention is that, you know, you said I was in the band and that's pretty much the only thing I've ever been any good at is doing music. Um, So whenever I came to... I came to college Emory State. Um, I'm done now. I'm graduated, but I went for music business, and uh, I, we'll just we'll just do a quick summary up to what I'm doing right now. Um, I sort of just had an exciting thing happen where I quit my day job to do music full time.
1: Wow, that's so awesome.
0: that's that's something I'm working on now. It's been a real leap of faith. It's scary, but it's cool, you know. Mm-hmm. It's chasing the dreams. So. Well, that's
1: your that's your passion right so i think that that's something that a lot of people can sometimes struggle with is they they stick in something that's more comfortable instead of following what they're passionate about and so that's what you're doing is you're saying okay god i'm going to i'm going to trust you i'm going to leap out on this ledge and uh, i need you to or leap off of this ledge i need you to catch me that's basically what you're doing with the with the music yeah, thing, which which you, of course you're really talented you play in the the journey yeah, band what what instrument do you play
0: uh, I play bass and drums.
1: Okay, so yeah. I think I mean I, I'm a person that has a guitar, tries to play, knows enough to where I'm like, okay, I could I could entertain myself playing, but I don't think I'll ever play in front of people. But I really do, uh, just admire people that are musically talented. So yeah, that's
0: awesome
1: to be able to play two that. that's awesome. Yeah, to to yeah. be able to play two different instruments, I think that that's actually really, uh, really interesting. And I know how, as someone that's tried to play, I know how hard it is to kind of master those things. So that's really cool that, that you're in that part of your life where uh, you've decided to take that next step and, uh, you know, trust God with faith. But let's go ahead, you know, we, we did a little summary of where you are right now. Let's go back and get the story of how you got there, right? So sure. explain, you've got this faith in God now, but explain mm. like how and when that faith originated. How, how did it start?
0: So, like I said, uh, I don't know, I grew up in the church, um, so, and also, like, uh, my parents have two kids. I have an older sister, and, you know, she was the rebellious one. Truthfully, I, for the most part, followed all the rules. So, what that meant was, I, uh, middle school, high school, early high school, I was, um I was very into going, like, going to church was all I wanted to do. Every time they were open, I wanted to go. Um, And, you know, I was going to every youth camp I could, anything like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Later in high school, you know, I probably had something to do with, like, the people I hung out with or or things like that, you know. Because most of my friends back then were, you know, at my church. And then... I got into high school and a band started and I started really uh, meeting some new people and meeting friends at the high school and, you know, becoming an actual adolescent boy. Um, It it did sort of something about it faded to me. For a long time, I didn't really know what it was, but I I just knew I sort of lost touch. Uh, I mean, I always went. I, I went every Sunday back whenever I lived in Indiana before I graduated. And it wasn't like I ever, you know, didn't believe or anything like that. It was just...
1: It maybe just wasn't as important as it seemed like it used to be. in your in Yeah, that, routine. that's
0: definitely true. And I, I think I was confused, too, a little bit. Um, there are some things about the old church that were... Uh, And I don't even think I should say about the church so much as, you know, I grew up there. So everybody at that church thinks they're your mom or your dad. And, you know, a lot of those people just were not my role models <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: that makes at all sense, yeah.
0: like the, some of them were the opposite of what I wanted to mm-hmm. be, you know, and the opposite of what I really thought God wanted me to be or God wanted anyone to be, a good Christian to be, you know? Um and it surprised me, but I don't think it actually surprised me because I refused to acknowledge it back then. You know? Yeah. Um it's something I've noticed later, but
1: it sounds like you're on a path that it, a lot of people go on where <laughs> Uh, you're going to church, you know, as as a kid, and then whenever you kind of get a little bit more freedom, that uh, desire to go possibly goes away, or even uh, the desire to just go to that one place, like you become your own person, you say, okay, I, I'm religious, I believe in God, but this might not be the place for me. So then you kind of just re- retract from that. Is that something that could have possibly yeah. happened?
0: Yeah, I mean, that is sort of, that's sort of a good way to say it. Yeah. So, you know, through high school, it, Sort of dwindled, but it was still there. And then when I got to college, um, of course, now it's time to, you know, you move two and a half hours away, buddy, you got to find a new church and all mm-hmm. this. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll figure that out, you know. And I went to a couple of places with a couple of friends and got some invites and nothing was really hitting. So the first couple of years, I really didn't go to a church at all. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, I, I want to say it was my junior year of college i I was actually at my um my home church back in Indiana and I was praying because I just didn't feel right about my life I didn't feel right about what was going on you know and I knew I needed to be going to a church down here but you know I just was I was tired of the I felt like everywhere I was going, it was sort of gimmicky and like mm-hmm. they say things like I listened to an hour long sermon and 30 minutes of it was a guy explaining a biscuit recipe. And then the rest <laughs> of it was him saying, make sure to make keep the main thing, the main thing. And, and yeah, you know, and- like it it's catchy, it's clever, but that's that's nothing like it didn't it didn't get me anywhere. Maybe it hit someone, you know, but to me, I was just like.
1: You needed to find somewhere where you
0: surface level, like it's, it doesn't have anything to do with living an actual life. You know what I mean? Right.
1: You wanted to find Uh, something that was applicable where you felt like you belong. So it sounds like that was the issue as you kind of became an adult, you were trying to figure out where can I go to church where I feel passionate about it, where I connect to the services, where I feel connected to uh, my savior. So was that one of the frustrations that you felt like as you kind of went off on your own, you were trying to find a place where you felt like you kind of belonged, both physically and I guess, spiritually, what happened? If, if that is the case, what happened whenever you did find that place or you found the solution to the problem?
0: Yeah. So when I was sitting at the, at my church that morning, I, um, just hit me. Like I had this idea, um, which was obviously God telling me, hey, dude, mm-hmm. this is how you should do it. But I was like, I, you know, I played in the band at my church the whole time, and I love doing that. And I was like, if I could just find somewhere that needs a bass player, then I'll have to go, and then yeah. that'll force <laughs> me to go, you know? Um, so that was sort of the idea there. But I knew Matt Knapp from my old band. He... I, I booked a, we booked a show with him or something and like at the Murray youth center. Mm -hmm. Um, so I met him through that really liked the guy. And I sent him a text right after that morning. And I was like, I, I had seen, you know, he was doing some cool, like it looked like the church he was playing at was awesome. And I knew it was in Murray, you know, met at the CFSB center. Um, so I just shot him a text and I said, Hey, uh, I don't know how you guys do this. I kind of assumed... Because, you know, I grew up where it was like, the band is the band. The bass player plays bass every week. Yes. Type thing. And I, I, I was like, this is a long shot. You know, it's a huge church. They've obviously got a bass player.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, didn't, I didn't know anything about all this, you know, scheduling and switching around. And it's amazing. But uh, he yeah, I texted him. I said, do you guys ever need a bass player? And he said, we need a bass player all the time, <laughs> which meant I basically just started playing every week, right? Yeah. Then, which is what I wanted. And, you know, funny how things work out, huh? But well, that that <laughs> does
1: seem like it was an open door. Like you were, you yeah. were meant to send that text. You were talking about how it was just like a, it was almost like a godsend. You were supposed to meet Matt you were supposed to send that text and then of course they need the one instrument that you play it always it always yeah, does yeah. it's really it's really nice whenever you see a yeah. story kind of from from the end and you get to look back and see how the pieces <laughs> fit together that's really cool yeah
0: that's a cool way to say it. yeah
1: so sure. you so you I guess fit into the journey that way uh you become a musician for the journey and then that kind of allows you to start your transformation
0: yeah I would say that's a good way to say it yeah, I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better, a better group of people to s- jump into. I mean, I-, I love those guys, and they've been there for me so much. And just being good role models, and like I said, you know, uh, Matt's not really – he's really dodging that hinky Christian stuff that I don't really care for, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and that just blew my mind i was like this guy's talking about history and like making this make sense in today's world not you know even 15 years ago like the way churches were operating made more sense then than i yeah. feel like you know i feel like a change had to happen and the journey's really f- figured that out in my opinion
1: you find the journey you really start to like the messages, but what was Mm. it in your own spiritual journey in your faith that changed? Like how, how was it, how was it that you transformed and you kind of really felt like, okay, this is this feeling that I have as I'm connecting with the journey is uh, like my, my spiritual being like becoming strengthened. Mm. What, how, how was it that you got there?
0: So yeah, like I said, since I was so back and forth, I never really like hardcore said, you know, I don't, I'm not a Christian. I don't believe this, you know, I, but there were plenty of things that I just, I wasn't trying to really Mm -hmm. live my life for God. I, I, I tend to get in these ruts where I have problems and I think I can fix them on my own. And I kind of in the midst of all of that, forget that there's this, this guy that can really just help me a lot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and um, a big thing for me was, was the sort of the realization that like worship and prayer happens so differently for a lot of people. Um, I I felt like growing up, people were always telling me, um, and maybe I took it too literally as a kid. But they were like, "Have a prayer closet." The ways you need to connect to God are pray and read your Bible, and you know, do all these things. But I, you know, I wasn't like a dumb kid growing up. But I've always been a very slow reader. So anytime sure. I try to read a book, I i i sort of understand it but it i read to focus so in, yeah. slow it's it i i yeah i tend to lose focus and that's the other thing is like if i sit down at a desk or in a chair to read i am ready to get distracted and that's just the way it is like <laughs>
1: just waiting for your phone to go off or something yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um and something that i found more through I don't know, just living closer to God, you know, going to the journey sort of rebuilt my faith Mm -hmm. to a point that, you know, I was talking to God every day. And um, there were other things that I found about myself that I know that if I want to talk to God, I need to be walking. And typically it's the best. I Like I have a spot that I like to walk out at LBL. Yeah. Um, and I go there a lot at night, actually. But like, there's nobody out there, and I I found a way to really just. I went out there the first time because I was just really struggling with something, and I didn't know what to do. I just said I was going to clear my head. I'd never done that before, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I walked out there, and I was walking for like two hours um, at night. I I just cleared my head as best as I could, whatever that means, and I I asked God to lead my thoughts.
1: Yeah. That's a really good prayer. That's
0: yeah. And I mean that's what he did, you know, and I went out there every day and I was I felt like I was getting answers and words every day, you know. Um and I just found that it's like, well it's not so much about if it's at your house or if it's in your closet or whatever. It's about what makes you comfortable? You know, God made us all so uniquely different and wonderful that the fact that some people can read the Bible and retain a lot of information and hear what God's trying to say to them, that's Mm -hmm. wonderful, obviously. Um, But for me, like, I, you know, I could definitely be better about reading my Bible for sure and getting out of it what I still do need to get out of it. But like that, I don't believe is the primary way God was trying to reach me in particular. Yeah. And that, make, that makes I mean?
1: sense. Like everyone has their own way that they hear from God. And so you have found an effective way to, for God to speak to you. And so everyone has to find that. And like you said, everyone's created in a very unique form. And so each person, I I, I agree with you, has a, a certain way that they connect with God. So that's that's actually really cool that you you say that because Mm -hmm. I think that's a really interesting part of faith is that he can, God can talk to you in so many different ways. So that that's actually really interesting. So you have this, I I
0: think that's actually the really important difference about Christianity too, is, is the uniqueness uh, that it should be person to person. It's Mm -hmm. not like, you know, that's what people always say like, Oh, it's not a religion. It's a relationship, but I don't, always feel like everybody who says that knows what they mean because uh, I I hear people say this and then I hear those very same people, you know, spout off these rules from the Bible and Mm -hmm. things that you can do and should do and can't do. And I, you know, that's, we know that's not really how it was intended. Um, Yeah. yeah, But I think that was the key that I was missing all along was figuring out God made me unique in every way, including my lines of communication with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And everyone like that should be step one in the being a Christian handbook, you know, learn how to talk to God, learn what works for you.
1: Mm -hmm. No, that's awesome. I think that that just people that are hearing that right now. Will, will be able to kind of dive in if, if they don't already have, like you said, a line of communication with God. I think they'll really try to figure out what it is that works for them. So that's that's going to be really beneficial. So you have that transformation. You find those things out as you come to a new church. B- besides finding the new church, who are some people that kind of helped you along the way? Uh, some, some very important people that helped you with your faith?
0: Well, I, I mean, I have to say my parents for sure, because frankly, if they weren't such the strong Christians that they are. I, I am almost sure I would have just straight away when I got to college, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and not really tried to figure it out. So that's, you know, I have a ton of respect and love for them. And, you know, they're also like the kind of people that I can call for two minutes and my anxiety be cut in half type of a thing, you know? So that I, I, freaking feel like I hit the jackpot on parents to be honest (laughs) uh I couldn't ask for better ones which is that's awesome in this world saying a lot you know Mm -hmm. uh also like the leaders at that church were were amazing too my pastor there um
1: at your old church right
0: and yeah okay and also my youth pastor who funny enough his name was Matt Johnson man um (laughs) Yeah, pretty strange. Well, Whatever we, just, I, we
1: yeah. actually recorded an episode of the Behind My Journey podcast with, with someone named Matt Johnson that is not the lead pastor. So there are apparently a oh lot of gosh. Matt Johnsons out there.
0: That's that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and of course, Matt was a very key person for me. I think I also mentioned that Paul Quarter has helped me out a lot as far as just sort of being a personal uh like a friend and and a mentor and someone who has helped me get through some really hard things that yeah i could not figure out on my own you know what i mean mm-hmm. of course um, it's always
1: good to have a support system
0: especially, yeah and, you know a
1: mixture of friends and family so it sounds like you've got a really good group
0: yeah and just the whole band i mean for me like the fact that i can walk in and just see a positive group of people. And, um, I would used to say I would be so cynical to say that that would never affect me, but that would be a lie. You know, I mean, right. you can't, I don't, I would be hard. I think we'd be hard for us to find anyone who could walk into a rehearsal or performance of ours and not enjoy themselves, not have a good yeah. time, not laugh, you know, I, I, yeah, I love these people and I know they've got my bag. They know, you know, we've, we've all got each other's backs and, um, yeah.
1: Having, having you know, like I said, friends, family, and then that church family, uh, you've, you've clearly found those, uh, with the Absolutely. band with the journey. So to wrap it up, Brent, um, what is something that you would say, like, let's say someone else's is, is maybe along, uh, the path that you were on, maybe not specifically the same one, but, let's say that someone's struggling with the same things that you were what would you say to them just as like a piece of advice as far as you've kind of you've kind of gotten to this point in your faith journey and you mm-hmm. feel comfortable enough to saying okay this is what helped me
0: yeah um well i mean like we said find your most open route of communication with god find a couple you know if if that's possible and i think that it's it, you shouldn't be I mean, if you want to look it up on the internet like we do to find some different methods, that's a way I would say. But I think that a better way would be to look inside yourself and find something that you really enjoy and makes you feel good and happy just by itself. Because the reason it makes you feel that way is because God made it make you feel that way. Yeah. So trust that and trust who he made you as, and find something you love. You know, for me, I, I know that when I walk, I don't get as distracted. Um, and when I'm out in, in a very natural area, um, that, that also helps me a lot too, but maybe it's not that. Maybe it is a closet for you or maybe, you know, uh, I don't know, your backyard or some people just walking through the city or yeah, even anything like sitting in a coffee shop, whatever it is, um, find somewhere that you can have your mind open, clear, and ready to talk to God and just make sure you're comfortable. Yeah. They said, you know, don't take a grocery list. That's something I really try hard not to go say, well, I need this, this, and this. I'm asking you for these things.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It could be easy to do uh, that. Yeah.
0: Like stop to listen. And that's why you have to have your mind clear because Mm -hmm. it's not going to be audible words. Um, So you, yeah. Well,
1: that's really good, Brent. I I think that a lot of people are going to find that Uh, beneficial and and that'll help them in their faith journey. But thank you so much for sitting down and, and sharing your story. It was, it was really inspiring. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode of uh, the Behind My Journey podcast. Brent, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Behind My Journey. If you or anyone that you know would like to have your journey featured on this podcast, send us an email at podcast at dot make sure to rate review and subscribe to this podcast and if this message spoke to you please help us spread the word and share it with others until next time my name is quinn eaton and this has been behind my journey